When you need to know, Casey. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. And we want to welcome in here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on KICK 106.7. Thank you so much for joining us here on this football Friday night. My name is Tyler Bruner. I'm taking over for KC Miners here for tonight. So uh, I don't know how I got... I don't know if it's lucky or I just got handed the keys to the city, but uh, uh, Jeff Blankman was so gracious enough to give me kind of the keys to the ride. So... We're going to have some fun tonight. Two full hours of football action. We're talking scores from all of our area districts. We'll also talk about, um, we'll have some post-game interviews coming up here soon. We, of course, got four of them lined up already. We've got some other, we've got a Jim Molliger in the studio as well, helping us out with the show tonight. So we have a full house, and we are excited. Let's start off the show by giving you a rundown of just some of the scores from our area districts. And we will start in Class 3A, District 1. Carroll with a huge win over a struggling Storm Lake team. They win 63-14. to That is Carroll winning. Spencer getting past Sioux Center by a final score of 29-7. to No final score quite yet for Sergeant Bluff Luton and Sioux City East. MOC Floyd Valley with a nice comeback from behind victory. They win 22-21 to over Lamars. Uh, Lamars was actually leading 20-14 to at one point in that contest. Boyden Hall Rock Valley stays strong. They win 19-7. And we don't have a score quite yet from that Sioux City North and Bishop Heelan game. Class 1A District 8, Kemper Knights pick up another big victory. They move on to 4-0 on the season. They defeat MVAO-COU 55-12. Underwood gets past East Sac by a final score of 55-0. And Trainer wins and blanks out West Monona 41 to nothing. In Class 1A District 2, the lone score we got going on right now, South Central Calhoun, Manson, Northwest Webster, the Titans of South Central Calhoun getting past the Cougars, 51-13. to That is the only score we have so far from that district. Class A District 8, it is ICAM Manning with a nice win, winning 56-6 to over Missouri Valley. And then also Westwood Sloan, Lawton Bronson, it's Westwood Sloan winning, or excuse me, Lawton Bronson, Nope, I was correct the first time around. I was looking at the wrong score. Westwood Sloan winning 29-23 to over Lawton Bronson. Those are the only two scores from that district. Eight-man district one. It's Glenn and Ralston picking up a victory over Siouxland Christian 44-6. to Remsen St. Mary's winning over or defeating 
Kingsley Pearson 49-0, and Noel Fonda with a nice win over Bishop Garrigan 19-0. Eight-man District 10, Audubon wins or defeats Xyra EHK 64-30, and West Harrison defeating Boyer Valley, blanking them out 35-0. So, of course, we'll keep on trying to get scores all throughout tonight, so make sure you listen. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. We're going to take a quick... Uh, break here on KCIM and kick 106.7. We'll be right back with an interview with head coach Ryan Steinkamp. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson and Pocahontas. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on KICK 106.7. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday night. The Kemper Knights with a hot start to the first half of their season. 10th ranked in Class 1A with a great win here in week number four. They get past MVAOCOU by a final score of 55-12. to Let's now turn it over to that interview with head coach Ryan Steinkamp. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on Kick 106.7 and KCIM. I am Nick Brinks in Mapleton tonight, and we're chatting with Kemper head coach Ryan Steinkamp as they move to 4-0 on the year, a 55-12 victory at Maple Valley Antonoto Charter Oak Ute. And, Coach, it was 28-0 before they ever got a score. You had to feel pretty good early on. The offense was clicking. You were reeling off touchdown after touchdown early on. The running game was working. The passing game with DJ Vanami was working. You got a fumble recovery on special teams. Just seemed like early on and often you guys were checking all the boxes and taking care of business against an opponent that you knew coming in you probably should take care of business with. Yeah, that's kind of our whole goal this week. You know, district play started. We're 0-0. They're 0-0. We knew that we had just to take, you know, do do our jobs and play play sound football too. And the kids made a lot of plays tonight. It was great to see a variety of guys get opportunities. On that first drive of the game, you do a couple double handoff reverse type deals with some guys that don't necessarily see a lot of carries. You cap that drive off with a DJ Vanami rushing touchdown on a on a goal line play. Uh, talk about that opening drive and some of the plays that you threw in early on to maybe catch the Rams sleeping, and it worked. Two two running plays went for almost 60 yards. You got the bulk of those 
yards on that opening drive on a couple of trick plays. Yeah, you know, this is something that we, we kind of been practicing a little bit all season. I haven't really had the opportunity to run it. Um, it's kind of, you know, we said tonight, like, we're going to do them early, get, get our kids a little excited, you know, get out of you know, get out of our get out of routine a little bit, and you know they, they worked off they worked out well. And the kids the kids were excited to run them, and they executed well. Defensively, you held the Rams overall to 155 yards of offense tonight, and they were forced to punt it most of the night. There weren't really many turnovers on either side. There was one fumble they had out the back of the end zone uh, late in the game, and it was well out of hand. But uh, your second score of the game, Jake Earlbeck was found wide open in the back of the end zone. DJ Vanami sailed the pass right to him for the score and then after that play you guys kind of dropped a kick right along the sideline that you guys were able to recover so talk about the Earlbeck touchdown and then the decision on that extra or on the kick to put uh, Fitzsimmons in the driver's seat to try to get you, uh, get you guys the ball back. Uh, you know, Jake Robeck, his kid, like, he's working every single day. He keeps getting better, very uh, very disciplined, uh, detail-oriented kid. It was great to see him have that success. And I'm going to be honest, that, that kickoff there, 100%, Coach Vaughn, Shane Vaughn, he, 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 he put in my ear. I was like, not the first one. The second one, I'm like, all right, it's there. Let's go for it. And I told Tommy and Jake Hausman, like, pop right there. And it was it was perfect right from our sideline. That was, that was pretty fun, too. So I can't, I can't take credit for that one. That was Coach Vaughn and, uh, you know, Tommy and Hausman, some of those guys on that side of there. After that uh, kick return fumble that you guys essentially got uh, short field, Vanami picked up his second touchdown pass, this time to Trevor Ryle on an eight-yarder, 21 nothing at the end of the first quarter. What were you guys thinking when you flipped ends of the field up 21 nothing early? Uh, you know, just, just stay with you. you know, don't, don't ease up, don't let up. So we, we just want to stay, you know, uh, foot on the gas pedal. In that second quarter, Tave and Ami picks up a couple of rushing touchdowns, and then their first of two touchdowns in the game came on a drive where Ethan Kuhlman capped it off. Their quarterback ran it in from seven yards out. And really, key play on that drive was a, kind of a late hit out of bounds deal, kind of some frustration maybe on your guys' sideline that extended that drive. Uh, you guys gave up that touchdown, but outside of that drive, until late in the game, there was not really a moment where they put it close to the end zone. Talk about that drive on defense, and then uh, you know maybe those two Tay touchdowns. Yeah, that that drive we just weren't very disciplined. You know, it kind of drove me nuts because the assignment things we talked about too. And we, we all the guys took some plays off, and I let them know that right away. I was not pleased with that. We took some plays off. Guys blew their assignments, and we weren't very disciplined. And you know, but they they responded well to it, and they bounced back. You know, Tay Tay ran physical tonight. It's great to see him doing that. He's he's starting to. Um, get, get, get some rhythm out there. You go into halftime up 42-6. to six. You end it with a couple minutes to go in that second quarter to go up by 36. And uh, the, uh, Vanami finds Ben Gherkin open down the right sideline. And Gherkin, he's been Mr. Touchdown for you guys this year. Three touchdown catches, his only receptions of the season, and it was a dime from Vanami down the sideline. Those two have a connection, it seems like, and it's always a touchdown. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're both two brutal boys that play together a lot, and, yeah, it's great to see that, them have that connection right there. First half, you know, you took care of business. Second half, you pretty much got everybody in. Did you get every single person in? It yes. sure felt like yeah, it. Yeah, we did. We were staying on there. So moms and dads out there, if they didn't get in, we were, we were yelling, if you have not been in, get on by your coaches, like that too. Because, you know, the kids, that, the kids, everybody deserved to get in that game. You know, we had a good a, uh, good uh, team victory in there. Those, those kids work hard too. The scout team, scout team has been fantastic this year too. So, yes, I made sure to get everybody in there and stuff too, which is great to see. We'll give a shout-out to a couple of the guys that scored. Uh, Cooper Potabom with a nice pass over the middle to John Bass. He did the rest for a four. Under 20 yards, 25 yards or so for, for scoring plays and not scoring plays. And then Jace Hoffman finishes it off with a 29-yard run. He ran right, 
everybody went right, and then the left side opened up. He reversed field and took it into the uh, took it in for the score with under four minutes to go. Uh, just everybody got in on the yep. action today. Yeah, yeah, he, great, great block of the whole line, and he just had the vision cut it back to. And that's good to see that because great Jason does a great job. He's got a great personality, so it's fun to see him have that play. Four and zero. Oh. Great start for this squad. District play underway. You've got that win in the, uh, or you got the one now in the win column in district play at West Monona next week. A team like MVA OCO, you, you really took care of business against last year. Do you expect more of the same, or what do you know about them? Uh, Doug and I will be there next Friday for that call, but uh, what do you know about West Monona? It'll be their homecoming night. Um, you know, I, I knew it was their homecoming on that. I haven't watched much on film yet. So I always take it one game at a time. I don't don't don't, don't look ahead of it because they can get respect to all of our opponents and things like that. So you know, t- uh, tomorrow morning I'll, I'll watch this film and get right get right on to West Monona and start game playing for them. So I know it's district play, and you know, if the playoff system, whatever, every, every game is important. It means a lot too. So no, we don't take any games off. And you've got a you've got a co-host here for the interview. It looks like your youngest son's with you. And you've done a great job yeah. staying quiet for this interview, buddy. Yeah. Uh, as as a dad of a of a toddler, I know how hard that can be sometimes. Uh, uh, talk about your co-pilot here for yeah, a second. Yeah, this is my youngest Rafe. He's been hanging out. He likes football. You know, he's cheering and yelling too. So hey, he's doing great that whole time. So thanks a lot, Nick. Absolutely. Uh, well, Dad did a good job tonight, didn't he? As the Knights <laughs> cruise to a fifty-five to twelve win. Uh, Coach Stein can't appreciate your time here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Uh, Thanks a lot, Nick. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. A 55-12 win for the Kemper Knights on the road at MVAOCOU. I'm Nick Brinks in Mapleton. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. If you want something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. I want to welcome you back here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and also on KICK 106.7. My name is Tyler Bruner. I'm your host here for tonight. Got Jim Molitor in the building interviewing our coaches. Jeff Blankman to my right interviewing some coaches for the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show that are air tomorrow morning uh, from 8 to 9 on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Let's bring you some more updated scores. We found some more ones, so let's give you the updated list from our districts as we start out. Uh, in Class 3A, District 1, it's Carroll defeating Storm Lake 63-14, to so a huge win for the Carroll Tigers. They now are on a nice win streak to start off district play. Spencer getting past Sioux Center 29-7. to It was Sioux City East getting past Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-14. to A very tight matchup, but MO 
we'll see Floyd Valley coming back from behind, winning 22-21 over Lamar's. Boarding Hole Rock Valley, another great win. They win 19-7. No scores yet from the Sioux City North and Bishop Helan game. Class 1A District 8, the Kemper Knights, another impressive win. They get past MVAO COU 55-12. We just got done listening to Ryan Steinkamp. Man, what an impressive team that Kemper team's looking to be this year. They start off 4-0 and for the first half of the season. Underwood defeats East Sac 55-0. We'll talk with head coach Eric McCullough here in a few moments, and as well as uh, head coach of the Carroll Tigers, Craig Roeder. We'll talk with him in a few moments as well. Trainer getting past West Monona, blanking them out 41 to nothing. Class 1A District 2. It is South Central Calhoun back in the win column again. They win 51-13 over Manson Northwest Webster. We have Brian Case later on in the show. No score quite yet from South Hamilton and Belmont Clemmy. It was Woodward Granger getting past Eagle Grove 52-6. In Class A District 8, IKEA Manning big win over Missouri Valley. They win 56 to six, we'll talk with head coach Corey McCarville later in the, later on in the show. Westwood Sloan getting past Lawton Bronson twenty nine to twenty three. No score yet for Akron Westfield and Woodbury Central. Loma up against Tri Center. The Panthers win twenty nine to twenty six. That was some uh, nice things, and towards the end of that game, some uh, drama. I guess towards the end. Eight man District One. Are we going back to back wins? They win fifty one thirty eight over River Valley in their homecoming game. Glenna Ralston defeats Siouxland Christian 44-6. Remsen St. Mary's staying strong. They defeat Kingsley Pearson 49-0. And Noel Fonda blanking Bishop Garrigan 19-0. Eight-man District 10, it is Audubon defeating Xyra EHK 64-30. Kudrap has bared another big win for the Crusaders. They defeat Woodbine 59-36. It is East Mills getting past Caminita, the defending champions in Class 8-man East Mills is able to score 20 points in the fourth quarter for that win. So good win for the East for East Mills. And then finally, West Harrison getting past Booyer Valley 35-0. Those are the district scores. Let's take, let's take a look at some of the other scores from around Iowa that do matter that we like to talk about here on the show. AHSTW Avoca Walnut 41-13 over Mount Air. ACGC. Squeaking past West Central Valley Stewart, 28-26. Central Lion defeating West Lion Inwood, 38-17. It's Clarenda getting past Clark Osceola, 28-7. Lewis Central getting past Indianola, 34-16. North Polk Allman, no problems getting past Grinnell. They win 42-7. Ogden blanking North Mahaska, New Sharon, 49-0. Red Oak also blanking out their team. They defeat Shenandoah, 47 nothing. It is Riverside, a big win against Sydney, 47-16. And finally, Western Christian defeating Ridgeview, 42-7. So the biggest thing I've seen from this week, a lot of really, really big wins from these teams. I'm seeing 41-13s. I'm seeing 42-7s, 47-nothings. Lots of big scores that will, of course, will bring in Jeff Blankman. He's kind of the, the brains of the operations here for tonight. He knows a lot more about how teams have done in the past and everything. So we'll hopefully get him on on the show once he gets done with the uh, MC Country Cafe Coaches Show stuff. So I'll tell you what, we're going to take a quick break here on KCIM and on Kick 106.7. 
We got an interview with Craig Rowetter, another big win for the Tigers. We'll get his interview coming up next. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities, including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on Kick 106.7. The Carroll Tigers roll in week number four. They get a big win over Storm Lake 63-14. Let's now catch up with head coach Craig Rowetter, and here is Jeff Honnold with the interview. Welcome back to New Way Scoreboard Show. Jeff Honnold with Coach Rowetter. And Coach, we were talking 63-14. Um, great win, but nice to have some coachable moments in there to go on film and keep the guys' attention. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, we started out uh, fast tonight, and, uh, you know, defense kind of picked up where we left off last week. Um, got the turnover right. The first turnover that we forced this year, so we, we, that was a, a talking point all week in practice. Um, so it was great to get that. You know, Colton just kind of fed the center to the quarterback, and um, and then Owen Clucky was in the right spot at the right time. And so, uh, you know, it started out quick. But, yeah, definitely uh, there's still plenty on tape that we can fix for next week. Well, we'll talk about that quickly that, uh, you know, most of the night or first half when you were really being aggressive there, uh, I thought your defensive line really controlled things. They were three to five yards deep most of the night. And then if you send the linebackers a couple times, I think they were going to take the handoff if they had guessed the right side. So uh, you have to be happy the way that defense was being aggressive and really going after it tonight. Yeah, they, you know, they, and they've been that way, you know, almost pretty much all year as far as aggressive and, um, you know, switching kind of that three-man front, putting a couple more linebackers on. Uh, Peyton Wardell was screaming off the edge, and, and then we did we did make an adjustment to their option. Um, they they wanted to start running it to the twin side, so then we flopped Peyton over there and brought him off that edge instead. So you know, there's adjustments all the time that we're we're tweaking and stuff. But uh, yeah, when everybody, especially they ran them maybe a little more option than I thought they might. Um, but when everyone does their job, you know, assignment football, good things happen. Well, Jeff and I talked about. I think that quarterback's built more for option. Uh, you know, nice runner. Uh, was hard to bring down at times. Uh, there was a couple times where just a broken play, and he went from where the, the blitzer came from and got a few extra yards. But for the most part, the defense was able to hold him and, and even tackle him, uh, maybe give him a couple extra shots trying to get him. But uh, really, really nice tackling tonight as well. Yeah, and in fact, yeah, the quarterback was a little – he looked a little taller on film. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, when we were shaking hands at the end, yeah, he, he was he's put together pretty decent. So, yeah. uh, But, no, and, yeah, he, and he was a good, you know, runner for him when, like you said, kind of – um, survival mode when kind of escape where the pressure came from and and that's one of the like you said talking points that we'll hit just 
um, you know, making sure we stay in our lanes and not <laughs> if there's a reason usually why you get invited upfield five yards if, if you're but, running through free. But with that said, open field tackling tonight I thought was really, really good for the most part. You know, of course, when you get the younger guys, they're still learning. But for the varsity itself, I thought your open field tackling was wonderful. Yeah, open field tackling plus, and then we we're flying to the football. And that's that, that's the... You know, the greatest thing to see about that is put a lot of hats on the ball. And then you look at your special teams, and they've been good for you all year long. But, boy, you get, you know, you had, let's start with a fourth down punt where you get that one blocked and, and get a short field. And then, you know, Zygmunt with the block and the score on top of it. And just your special teams all night long did a nice job of containing the, short, the shorter kicks that you had, but yet were able to capitalize and get some scores off them as well. Yeah, and you know we work those every every week, and you know, and we know that we know that they're important. And uh, <laughs> we got so a young we, man here. How yeah, are you? Yeah, there's... coming helping dad interview. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so it, and you know, Coach Shable, we didn't have to. I don't. Did we punt tonight? I'm not. I don't think we did. I don't think you punted tonight. Um, that's two weeks now where we haven't punted. So, Coach Shable has. You know, he puts in a lot of work on our our punt team as far as. You know, Reese is a weapon there too when he punts, as far as fakes go. So he's he's getting a little antsy on that. I think he wants to run some of those. But uh, um, no, and you know, and we had a, again second week. Now we've had a, a freshman kicker, Karen Polking, step up Very and help nice us help us out. Um, hopefully, you know, Jack is. I think he's going to get evaluated again next week to see what the timetable there is. Uh, but he they, was perfect on extra points until Blankman pointed it out before his last extra point. So you can tell him he can smack Blankman I, for the, the radio jinx. I, I even yelled at him <laughs> as it happened. I figured something was up. I, I warned him about it because when Brinks is on the call, we've been pretty good. So well, I, but I yeah, but look at the score when I'm here. I, yeah. I mean, you know. but, and then let's talk about that offense. I mean, you're, you were efficient. You had two backs over 100 yards. Uh, you know, Zygmunt is just a wonderful-looking running back. Ludwig's really good, but I think he headhunts too much once in a while. He likes to hit, he likes the contact, but that's his coop. But he did a really nice job as well. And then you were able to throw the ball. Um, I thought Jack did a nice job efficiently throwing the ball, and there's some things to work on there, but it's nice to see you, you really have that ability if you need it. Yeah, we, uh, you know, and in fact, the linemen were getting a little angry with me there on one when we, they thought we were throwing the ball a little too much, uh, one <laughs> series, just run it, run the ball. And it, that's actually one of the best feelings as a coach when the, when your offensive line saying, "Coach, quit. Let's run trap." <laughs> so, but no. And in, in fact, those, on those balls, though, re, or, uh, Jack hit. You know, it wasn't. He had the ball right on the yep. money. We yep. just kind of slipped through a couple. And you know, the first touchdown pass he had there on, on boot was, was just as designed too. So he does a he does a nice job. He wanted to run the ball a little more tonight too than we we did. Sure. He was getting a little jealous when. Uh, when our young guys were in the part of got a couple in there, he was giving me a look. But. Well, let's step back and talk about your young guys. I mean, they came in, you're, you can see now year two, your, your system's getting in play, the kids knew what to do. Same system. You got you got some extra back sitting back there that you're kind of hiding on people don't <laughs> see, but you know, you've got some depth there at running back, you've got some depth there at quarterback and receivers. You've got things coming. You have to be happy with what you saw there on those young guys. Yeah, yeah, and they, you know, and once in a while you get worried about, you know, what the scoreboard looks like if it's not trying to run it up but they those young guys they they work hard in practice all week um you know second week in a row we've had outstanding scout team play out of those guys um you know we we saw everything that storm like ran tonight we saw it you know through the week with those scout team guys so when they get a chance to get on the field you know it's fun to see them you can't throttle them back you may not throw as much you gotta (laughs) let them play and i think every coach understands that they were still trying to score as well so yeah 
And, uh, you know, I thought they did a nice job, but I actually thought they were going to hold them out of the end zone there for a little bit, but, uh, you know, good hard running out of Storm Lake. But a great win, a great, great feeling. 1-0 and now in district. I mean, that that's that's goal number one right there. Got a little bit tougher competition coming to town next week. But, uh, you know, I, I look at this district, and it looks wide open to me right now, it, depending on, you know, how things fall. But it, it, you got to be happy where you're at. Yeah, you know, it's not – it's – Especially offensively, well, actually, offensively and defensively, these last two weeks. Um, you know, I think on paper we were probably uh, favored, uh, and but the kids came out and executed like they were too. So uh, it's definitely will be our toughest, you know, opponent today on on Friday at, with Boyden Hole Rock Valley coming in. Last year, <laughs> last year was they looked like a state finalist when we played them, and uh, but you know I think they haven't gotten any smaller. I've, I've seen yeah. them on film. Uh, I did watch the Central Lion, and I don't, I don't think anyone. I'll put on my prediction cap and guess in two way. I don't know if anybody's touching Central Lion. I don't know Lion. if anybody touched him in three. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so they, uh, you know, they're definitely they're going to bring a lot of pressure. Um, I do think our our double tight set kind of negates some of that because they, you know, it's going to force them to guess right if they're going to bring a lot of uh, of heat and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the challenge and, and know it will be one regardless of. I think they're. I didn't see if they beat Algona tonight, but it, I, I'm assuming they might, and so that would put them at two and two on the year. So, but yeah, I'm not really worried about the record. We know that they're going to bring some. We've, I, some guys we've made down. a lot of road trips up there. It's been a lot of years with them, and we know what they have. But my first broadcast here at the stadium, really enjoyed it. I guess uh, nice to have you come out and, and put a whooping on, so I can <laughs> I can pick at Blankman a little bit. But congratulations on a very nice win. You know, coachable moments, but the team overall played really well all night long and played discipline. There wasn't many penalties and, and a really nice football game. Yep, thank you. I appreciate all the coverage and go Tigers. Go Tigers, right? We're Jeff Honnold here with Coach Roeder, and we're turning it back to the studio. Being a part of a team is not only fun; it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luke, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM KCIM, and also live on Kick 106.7. I'm your host here tonight, Tyler Bruner, Jim Molitor in the building, Jeff Blankman in the building. We're all having a grand old time here on Football Friday Nights. Week 4 is in the books. We have the majority of our scores from our area districts, but we are going to get there as soon as possible. I think we have two left to gather, so if anyone has any information on those last two scores, we're looking for Sioux City North, Bishop Heelan, and Woodbury Central, Akron Westfield. Make sure you give us a tweet at... uh, 
CBS or at uh, Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network. If you know those scores, send them off to us. We'll like to get those all in before the night is over. We'll probably get it before the night's over. But uh, let's get to some more scores once again, some updated scores as we have them in our districts. We'll start kind of from the bottom up this time. Let's start in eight-man District 10. Ottoman Wheelers getting past Xyra EHK by a final score of 64-30. Coon Rapids Baird. Past Woodbine, 59-36. West Harrison defeating Booyer Valley, 35-0. Big comeback from behind victory for East Mills. They defeat Caminita, 42-38. Eight-man District 1, Nulfana blanks out Bishop Garrigan, 19-0. Glenda Ralston with a nice win over Sulin Christian. They win 44-6. Remsen St. Mary's. Past Kingsley Pearson, they blank them, 49-0. And Arweva now on a win streak, two in a row as they defeat... River Valley in their homecoming game, 51-38. Going to Class A, District 8. Ikea Manning gets past Missouri Valley, 56-6. It is Westwood Sloan getting past Lawton Bronson, 29-23. And another close game as Loma defeats Tri-Center, 29-26. And again, still looking for that Woodbury Central-Akron-Westfield final. Class 1A, District 2. It was Woodward Granger defeating Eagle Grove, 58-6. South Hamilton gets past Belmont Clemmy, 58-0. We got that final score finally. And uh, South Central Calhoun gets past Manson Northwest Webster by a final score of 51-13. Going back up again, Class 1A, District 8. It is Trainer defeats uh, West Monona, 48-0. Underwood gets past East Sac, 55-0. Kemper, big win for the Knights. They get past MVAOCOU, 55-12. Kemper Knights now improved to 4-0 on the season. And then Class 3A District 1, Carroll with a big win against Storm Lake, 63-14. It is Spencer getting past Sioux Center, 29-7. Lamars in a new final score there. They defeat MLC Floyd Valley, 24-22. MLC Floyd Valley was so close to victory, they were up 22-24. But Lamars kicks a game-winning field goal to win it, 24-22. Sioux City East over Sergeant Bluff, Luton, 42 to. 14 and Boarding Hall Rock Valley defeats Algona tw- uh, 19 to 7 and again still looking for that Sioux City North Bishop Heelan game. Again, a lot of big scores here from week number 4. A lot of the uh, teams that are shaping up in the districts as this district's play starts. It's going to get interesting. Carroll coming up as a team that can run and throw the ball. Of course, Reese Zygman, one of their stars on that team, showing his wheels tonight. We look down to Class 1A, District 8. Of course, Kemper now ranked 10th overall coming into this week in Class 1A. Big win for the Knights. They defeat MVAOCOU 55-12. Tough game for East Sac tonight, though. They lose to uh, Underwood again, 55-0. Coach... Uh, McCullough, who we'll talk to uh, in just a little bit here in this hour, uh, you know, talked a lot about the defense, some great strides for the defense, but, you know, they're looking to kind of get refocused in the second half of this season uh, and try to see where they can get wins um, with an easier second half than they had a first half. Some of our other local teams you look at, South Central Calhoun getting back into the win column again, 51-13 over Manson Northwest Webster. We, of course, named uh, – we named – Keegan Sword. I had to think about the right sword. I almost said Jaden Sword. Keegan Sword. Uh, we named him our uh, outlaw, our 
Player of the Week, our Regional Athlete of the Week, I should say, and you know, Southage Calhoun just coming back into the win. Colin Brian Case's team getting a nice, nice win here tonight. Ikea Manning, nice win for the Wolves, winning 56-6. to That was a winnable game for the Wolves tonight. Nice to see them get past uh, a team in their district and uh, get back into the win column as well. Going in down into our eight-man teams, our Weva, you know, a nice story for our Weva. They are now going uh, 2-0 and the last two weeks. They're on a two-game winning streak. They get a nice win over River Valley. Um, you know, I think there's still a lot of things Coach Austin Tilk's going to want to want to improve with this offense, but, you know, a nice, nice win for that Rockets team uh, now on a two-game winning streak. Glenn Ralston also picking up a win tonight, 44-6 over Sulin Christian. Again, a winnable team, a winnable game, I should say, for Glenn Ralston. They pick up that win. Um, nice to see the Wildcats get into the uh, the win column as well. We'll have Craig Lynch later on in the show, so make sure you listen for that interview. Uh, Sean Birch talked to us as well. We'll have that interview with him as the, as the Audubon Wheelers Get past Xara EHK 64 to 30. They get back into the win column as well. And a team that I think could really fight for that eight man District 10 title. Coonabits uh, Baird, big win over Woodbine 59 to 36. That'll be good to see how the Coonabits Baird Crusaders continue to develop, especially with Lance Clayberg running the ball as well as he has this season. Coonabits Baird. Could be contending for that eight-man District 10 title. we got some more interviews to get to, so let's take another quick break. We'll have head coach Corey McCarville of the IK Manning Wolves coming up next. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show right here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on Kick 106.7. The IKM Manning Wolves getting back in the win column as they get past Missouri Valley here tonight by a final score of 56-6. to So let's head on over to that interview with Corey McCarville. Welcome to the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone now is a victorious... Wolves of IKM Manning coach Corey McCarville, fresh off a 56-6 to victory over Missouri Valley. And congratulations, coach. And uh, tell us a little bit about how things went tonight. Yeah, you know, we got off to a really nice start. You know, we took the opening kick, and we were able to have put together a nice drive. You know, six plays, 33 yards. Cooper O'Meyer was able to run it from three yards out. Uh, ben Langle, he had a really nice game running the football. Um, he ran it in for the two-point conversion. Um, it was kind of an odd play after, you know, we 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 squib-kicked it. Um, but when we squib-kicked it, you kind of hit a dead spot, and they didn't cover it. And uh, Davis Rasmussen was able to jump on it. We were able to, you know, put together a really nice play after that. Uh, 
put together a nine-play, 47-yard drive where Ross Kuzel uh, threw a pass to Hunter Smith for 11-yard touchdown. Unfortunately, the run failed, and we were up 14 nothing. Um, about you know pretty pretty deep into the first quarter, we were able to get a stop. Uh, ben Langle uh, had a four-yard touchdown run. Um, Ross Kuzel threw a nice pass to Eli, Eli Dreyer for a two-point conversion. So you know we were up 22 nothing in the in the first quarter. We were able to get some stops with them, and uh, we put together two more touchdown drives in the second quarter. Ross Kuzel um, threw a nice pass to Ben Ramsey for 69-yard touchdown. Reed Henners at the uh, point after from the kick, and then Cooper Olmeyer right before half. You know, we were able to right before half. We were able to actually run some of our um, spread and two-minute segment. And Cooper Omar had a four-yard touchdown run. And you know, we were up 36 nothing at half. Um, you know, we scored a, a couple more touchdowns, three touchdowns in the second half. Um, they scored a touchdown late, and, and that's that's the ball game. Yeah. So uh, you you got obviously you got quite a few kids to play, and uh, and it, it makes it nice with a continuous clock uh, in the second half with. Uh, Keeping, um, you know, you're you're not having to use. I mean, you're you're using fresh bodies, is what I guess what I'm saying. Well, yeah. To me, it's the biggest thing is is you know a lot of those freshmen and TV kids, you know, they work so hard in, in practice all week, and then come Friday, a lot of times they don't get an opportunity to play. And so it was nice for them to get an opportunity to play. Um, in a varsity football game, get some experience, get, you know, be under the lights a little bit, as they say, instead of just playing on Monday where, you know, the, the stands are packed. It was a great opportunity and great experience for everybody. I, everybody on our roster got on, got onto the field tonight, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, you know, and especially in a game like that, you know, especially uh, like with the younger kids, it, it doesn't count as a game because of, uh, with their participation limits. So you know that's that's always a helpful thing. So defensively tonight, uh, did you do anything special, or everything um, just started to click tonight? Well, you know, we just we tackled a little bit better. You know, we 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 were a lot more gap sound. I thought on defense, we were able to get you know a couple fumble recoveries to give us some short fields. Um, but by and large, you know, we we were just a lot more sound. I thought defensively, and you know, we had more guys doing their job instead of trying to do their job and somebody else's so um, we took some steps in the right direction there we still got some things that we got to clean up and do better but uh, I thought defensively uh, we have things going in the right direction for the next couple weeks Uh, okay Um, so uh, next week we're kind of looking at uh, Tri-Center what do you know about them well it's it's unique Uh, the offense that Missouri Valley runs is similar to the offense that um, Tri Center runs in their open wing concept. So we, and the nice part is, is the tape that we just watched. You know, they just played each other. So the tape that we just watched, the kids have a really good idea. So now we're we're going to watch it again. Now you're just going to focus on the other team. But um, the Turner kid is a running back. He's he's very very good. He's very very talented. Um, they have a couple receivers that are very good. Their line, I think, is a little bit more polished. You know, they're a very well coached team and. Uh, they have some very, very talented kids. It's going to be a challenge. Well, that's good. Uh, you made it through the game healthy tonight, I hope. Yeah. You, no, I mean, no. look, just other than a little bumps and bruises, but nothing that's that's going to keep somebody away from next week's game then. Well, yeah, no one has reported any injuries at this point. You know, 
it's it's always interesting though you know the adrenaline finally wears off on kids and then they notice things but no one has you know no one has reported anything yet so hopefully no news is good news yeah that's that's always a good thing hey uh congratulations on a on a great win tonight and uh good good luck next week at tri center and um you know let's let's hope uh the winds keep piling up for you Corey. i appreciate it thank you you're very welcome that's been Corey mccarville from the ik manning wolves Fresh off a 56-6 win over the Missouri Valley Big Reds. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express Bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackie Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and KICK 106.7. Week 4 is officially in the books, and we're talking a lot more about football. We just got wrapped up with that that uh, interview with head coach Corey McCarville of the IKEA Manning Wolves. Again, the Wolves do get past Missouri Valley 56-6, to so nice for the Wolves to get back in the win column. I know that the Wolves' offense has really kind of been steady throughout the season, just haven't had the wins to kind of say, hey, we're here, we're a threat, we're doing our thing, you know what I mean? Uh, but we do have a couple of other final scores we want to talk about before we get to some more interviews here in this 10 o'clock hour. The final two scores we were missing, we now got them. Sioux City North getting past Bishop Heelan by a final score of 22-14. to And Woodbury Central defeats Akron Westfield 41-7. to So those are the final two scores. Uh, of course, Sioux City North, Bishop Heelan in Class 3A District 1. And Woodbury Central, Akron Westfield in Class A District 8. So those are the final two scores we were looking for. We'll, we will be posting all the districts. Dis- Excuse me, all the district scores later on tonight on sports.1380kcim.com. So if you miss any of the scores, they'll be posted later on tonight. We'll hopefully have Jeff Blankman, Jim Molliger joining us here throughout the show. But let's get to some more interviews. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with head coach Eric McCullough of the East Sac Raiders. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m.
It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on KICK 106.7. The ESAC Raiders in a tough matchup here in week number four in Class 1A, District 8. They fall to the Underwood Eagles by a final score of 55-0. to zero. I caught up with Coach Eric McCullough, so let's get to that interview. All right, here we go in three, two, and one. Coach Eric McCullough of the ESAC Raiders joining us here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. They do lose a tough one here tonight to Underwood 55-0. Coach, it's always great to have you here on the show. Yeah, we appreciate you guys doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Coach, uh, obviously not the easiest game here to kind of go out and coach uh, Underwood, a great team all throughout. But uh, just kind of give me some of the thoughts after this game about how you guys kind of did and how Underwood kind of went up against you guys? Uh, you know, we, we knew coming into Underwood versus Underwood was going to be a tough matchup just because um, they were big up front and they were fast. Uh, real experienced quarterback, um, did a real nice job. Uh, you know, our biggest linemen we have, well, all of our linemen are basically 200 or less. Mm-hmm. And they come in at 250, 260, 290. Um it's just tough. It was tough to get our run game going. Um, we were able to get some things going with, with Luke Wright off the outside, uh, kind of in the third quarter a little bit. Um, once we made some adjustments, um, we threw the ball probably a lot more than we wanted to. Um, but there was opportunities there. Uh, the kids just never quit. Um, they still want to go out and make plays. And, you know, that, that, that's the things that we, we, we talked about that we just need to continue to, to get better, to take those steps, and, and we got to just execute better. Um, and, and that comes down to having good quality practices. Yeah, talk to me just about the size difference. I think we talked about it in the pre, or right before the season had started. You know, you guys have a little bit more lankier guys. You're going to be a little bit more shifty. What is sort of it like now in week four, going up against competition that might be better, bigger than you? Is it more conditioning you guys do in practice, or what do you kind of do to prepare for that bigger size up front? Uh, you know, that's the things we talk with our with our linemen that uh, when you're just flat out going against guys that just have bigger butts on you, the the execution and just being physical is so important. Um, you, you can't you can't back down just because they're bigger than I. You know, it, it kind of goes back to what everybody says about the you know the fight in the dog, not the not the size of the dog in the fight, and and just having that mentality um, that no matter what size you are, we we got to execute. we got to take our steps, our technique. Um, it's so critical when you're going against a, a, a team that's just a lot bigger than you up front mm-hmm. and just outmatches you a little bit. Talk to me about the first half. What were some things you were seeing from your team, uh, you know, just constructive-wise and positive-wise, and uh, just some things you saw from Underwood as well? Uh, you know, we I still think our defense is doing a real nice job. They are. They're flying to the ball. Um, we had them a couple times in, in third and long, second and long type situations. And they, I mean, heck, the, their first play, the, the, the center snapped it over the quarterback's head. Um, the quarterback kind of went after it, picked it up off the, off the ground, and I don't know, threw maybe a 25, 30 yard pass. And, and we had kids chasing him down. I mean, it's just kind of some of that luck stuff went their way a little bit tonight. Uh, and they just were able to kind of, run when they wanted and then they throw a play action on us and kind of catch us out of out of position a little bit um you know and we rotated rotated some guys around mm-hmm. just trying to make our defense a little a little better in some situations hopefully find try and find some kids that are a little more comfortable in certain certain spots and uh we just need to continue to uh to work on our 
our technique, our responsibilities, and our scheme. Now that we're through four weeks, technically at this point, it is the halfway point of the season. Talk to me about the leadership and the accountability of this team. You know, I, I, it's never easy to go out against opponents like this, and after games like this, you know, it's not easy as well. So talk to me just about the accountability and the leadership amongst the guys at this point in the season. You know, I, I think that's what's been uh, kind of a breath of fresh air, I guess, is, is the kids that we have. Um, we don't have a lot of them. I mean, our roster's short. We've got 33 kids out, um, and I think 18 of those are, are juniors. Um, but it's a real strong class, and, and they're, they challenge each other. They pick each other back up. Um, they work with each other, uh, you know, and then there's just hasn't been any give up on them yet. And, and it's really easy. I mean, we just, we've played some really, really quality teams mm-hmm. and uh, trying, to, trying to get our feet set and continue to build on some things, and, and the kids have just not given up. And um, they, they keep fighting and, and, and wanting to get better, and, and, you know, and that's what they want to do tonight. They want to try and get some points on the board, um, even all the way through that, that second half. Talk to me about the second half. What was the sort of get-go of your guys in the second half? What was sort of the uh, athleticism like for you guys in the second half? Uh, you know, the second half, I think we got the ball down the one time. Oh, inside the 20, uh, maybe the the 25, somewhere around there. I mean, we were definitely thinking about maybe kicking a field goal, getting some points, but uh, we had a fourth and five, and um, we had kind of a play drawn up, and we just didn't get a block. They blitzed more than we could protect with, um, and we kind of took a a sack on that. But um, we were knocking on the door, uh, you know, and and even their second team that they had in there were just as big as their first team. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were still outmanned. Uh, up front, um, but we were able to make some plays and, and move some yards and, and see some kids, uh, you know, kind of get in the open a little bit and have some success. Uh, and, and that's, you know, it wasn't a, a complete, you know, shut down by us. Uh, so the, the kids keep, kept fighting and, and trying to trying to scrap back and, and get some positive on the on the end of the game. One last thing before we let you go, Coach. Um, you know, coming up next week, the challenge kind of keeps going as you get trainer, a team that coming into this week was 2-1. and one. Um, Haven't seen a final score from them quite yet. But uh, thoughts on trainer? I know obviously you haven't seen them on film quite yet, but what have you heard about that team? And uh, what are some things you're going to look to improve upon this week in practice? You know, we, we haven't – I haven't even really looked ahead yet. Um, we're just really focusing every week on, on us. And, and our opponent and, and trying to get our kids prepared for that. Uh, what I do know about trainers, they're about the same age as us last year. We had a, had a real close game with them last year. Um, it just kind of came down to a couple plays, uh, but we were in it with them. Um, so, you know, we, we expect to go down there. I mean, it's, it's our one long trip. Um, that can always be a concern uh, to travel down there and, you know, get out of school early, travel down there, get ready to play. Um, so we, we just have – some work to do this week, and uh, but we can get some JV uh, game on Monday. I mean, we've seen our young kids were able to finally play a game this last week, um, and and they were doing some good things. So, uh, like you said, I get after the half of the season here, um, our schedule definitely gets a little bit easier for us to to try and compete, try and get some things done. Well, Coach, always appreciate you joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Disappointing loss here tonight, but uh, good luck against Trainer next week, and uh, hopefully you guys get some uh, good rest on the bus on the way on the way back. All right. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you. Again, Eric McCullough of the ESAC Raiders joining us here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. 
Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. When you buy from a local business like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on KICK 106.7. The Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders picking up an impressive win over the Woodbine Tigers. They win 56-36. to So let's get to his interview here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Welcome to the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone is the victorious Chris Moore with the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders with a 59-36 win over the Woodbine Tigers. Congratulations, Coach Moore, and tell us a little bit about your game. Yeah, thank you. Um, good win by the boys again tonight. Uh, didn't start out great. We got down uh, 14-0 uh, before we responded uh, right towards the end of the first quarter um, and uh, got it uh, 14-7. And then um, uh, had just a good momentum swing. Uh, uh, kicked onside kick, recovered it, um, and uh, ended up scoring uh, three touchdowns in a matter of uh, of uh, thirty seconds um, with some onside kicks and some good recoveries and big runs. So um, that's how that uh, went tonight, and uh, just a great run. Yeah. Okay. So in those in those three bang 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 scores. Uh... So how did how did how did you do it? I mean, onside kick, recover, and then running plays, passing plays, or uh, running heavy run again tonight on the ground. Um, Lance Clayberg uh, uh, led us on the ground. Uh, Wyatt did awesome. Uh, Omarion Floyd had another great game for us on the ground, and then uh, Jacob Strada too. Um, but uh, that was all set up by our offensive line again, uh, blocking. Yeah, and 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 those names on the offensive line again are. Uh, Tyler Moore at center, uh, Raiden Doty at guard, um, uh, Kate Barron's at the other guard, tight ends are Cal Hayden and um, Colby Colbertson, and then uh, Mason Betts played uh, uh, off and on tonight uh, at the guard for us too. So those are the guys that did it up front for us. All right. Hey, uh, defensively, so, you know, being 47-14 uh, at half, uh, after I mean, when you were down, and then you know to put the forty points on, I, I understand with the bang, 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 but you held them out of the end zone. So what, what, what were you doing a little different there, or were the defense just step up and just kind of shut them down? Yeah, the defense stepped up. Uh, we gave up some big pass plays there early on, and then uh, we regrouped. But then halftime, they came out and and uh, punched us in the mouth with the. With their air attack again, uh, they, they got a freshman quarterback that did an awesome job, uh, made some 
and phenomenal throw timing throws and and receivers ran some great routes and and stuff so they put us in a bind there in the second second half uh came out and uh caught us uh sleeping maybe a little bit and uh hit us over top with some big pass plays but uh you know we kind of regrouped there in the fourth quarter and uh and then shut things down and so then who who made some of the some of the the, be, the better plays in the second half, I guess, is what I want to go with. Uh, you know, Cal Hayden was uh, you know lined up on their best receiver, and, and for a freshman on a senior tonight, uh, um, did a phenomenal job. You know, he did give some some plays, but he made some great plays too there. Um, but uh, you know, just again, the second half uh, just kind of wore him down um, with our run game, and uh, that helped us. And then the defensive line played. Played played well tonight again. Just had good pressure up front there. That was uh, Braden Doty, Tyler Moore, uh, Jake Mastrada, um, Lance Clayberg, and then uh, Mason Betts and then Kate Barons played there off and on too. Um, they did a good job of getting pressure on. But uh, you know the that freshman quarterback made some heck of a plays though too. Okay, so really sounds like a pretty really good team effort, and you know that's what you want is is. Um an effort, a great effort from your offense, defense, and everybody, you know, playing together as a unit and playing their assignments, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm really proud of this team. You know, they stick together. We talk about being a family and, and uh, you know, and having each other's back. And, and yeah, we started out 0-14 uh, to 14 and, you know, kind of hung our heads a little bit and we regrouped and came back and, and you know, made it 47-14 to 14 at halftime. And then, you know, come out in the second half, and they had some life to them and, and caught us with a couple pass plays and, and scored. And, you know, and we could have hung our heads some more there, but, uh, you know, they got back up and uh, got after it. And so, yeah, just proud of the kids' effort, uh, you know, just never quitting and leaving it all on the field again tonight. Well, that's good. I, I see uh, you're at home next week. You don't have to make the road trip to, uh, to West Harrison. they got to come and see you. Yeah, what do you know about West Harrison? They're good. They're senior uh, heavy. Um, you know, they're undefeated. I do believe I, I, they won again tonight. I'm assuming. Um, you know, it's going to be homecoming. Um, we're both undefeated in the district. A lot on the line, and uh, you know, the kids have got to rise to the occasion. We got to come uh, ready to work on Monday and get after it. And uh, we have to, you know, we can't get off to a slow start next week because uh, that's going to be a tough hole to dig out. So, you know, the kids are up for the challenge. They're ready to get after it. Myself and the other coaches are ready to get after it, and we're excited for next week. You know, that's what, you know, homecoming should be all about, big games uh, against good teams. And, uh, you know, and we'll just go out there and leave it on the field uh, next Friday night. Well, let, let's hope uh, that the Crusaders are focused for the game and uh, have a good week of practice and come out and get a big win uh for homecoming for the alumni and everybody down there to celebrate next weekend. Yes, definitely. Uh, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. Hey, congratulations again, Coach Moore, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. And I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you to it. Go CRB. <laughs> Go CRB, baby. Woo! All right, that's been Chris Moore for the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders. Congratulations on the win again tonight. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 AM and 95.1 FM, this is KCIM Carol. Carol. 
KCIM and Kick 106.7 Sports presents the New Wave Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City, Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Want to welcome you back here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on Kick 106.7. Hour two of tonight's show, uh, Tyler Bruner, and now Jim Oliter joining us here tonight. Jim, got to ask you, you beat Chris Moore to the punch tonight. Got to feel good about that. Oh, yeah. Got to feel good about that. Get (laughs) get that. Go CRB in there. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. A nice win for the Cooner Spirit Crusaders. We'll talk more about that game uh, when we get to it. But, uh, man, what an interesting week four we've had. A lot of big games. I don't know if you saw a lot of the scores, but a lot of big games we saw this week. Yeah, there's there's a lot of big scores, and there's a lot of close scores. But I think the big scores went out this week. Uh, (laughs) There's a a lot of big scores on our sheets, believe me. There absolutely is. Well, let's give everyone a look at the district scores. I'll start off with Class 3, District 1. Carroll Tigers getting another big game. They defeat Storm Lake 63-14. Spencer getting past Sioux Center 29-7. Sioux City East, big win over Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-14. Lamars with a last-minute field goal. They defeat MOC Floyd Valley 24-20. 22. Boyden Hull Rock Valley over Algona 19 to 7 and Sioux City North gets past Bishop Heelan 22-14. All right, in Class 1A District 8, it was the, it was the Kemper Knights over MVAO COU 55 to 12. Underwood shuts out East Sac 55 to nothing and Trainer shuts out West Monona 48 to nothing. Man, what a big game for the Kemper Knights, Jim. I mean, 55-12 really put a statement in that district. Yeah, they did. Um but, you know, there's there's a couple of good teams out there they have they have to play, but uh congratulations to uh to Steiny and a win tonight, so absolutely moving on. Class one A District Two, South Central Calhoun picks up a big win over Manson Northwest Webster, fifty one to thirteen. South Hamilton blanks out Belmont Clemmy fifty eight to zero, and Woodward Granger fifty eight to six over Eagle Grove. No close games in that district by any stretch of the no, means. Uh, that's what I was gonna I was gonna interject in there that uh, there were a lot. There's where three of the big scores were in that <laughs> district, so. We're going to move it on to District 8 in Class A, where, where it was the Wolves of IKM Manning, 56, Missouri Valley, 6. Uh, Westwood Sloan in a tight one with Lawton Bronson, 29-23. Woodbury Central defeated Akron Westfield, 41-7. And another close one, we're 2-2 two two in this one, where Loma... Squeaks by Tri-Center, 29-26. Good win for the Wolves, I think, in that district. I mean, they get back in the win column. They've had games that were close, had some really strong offense, but good to see them pick up a win tonight. Yeah, it was uh, good to talk to Corey, and, uh, you know, things are starting to to uh, look up and be more um, 
more positive and everything else for the Wolves and getting in that win column. Good Absolutely. job tonight, Corey. Going on to eight-man District 1, Arweva. Back-to-back wins for the Rockets. They defeat River Valley 51-38 to in their homecoming game. Glenn Ralston gets past Sue Lind Christian 44-6. to And two blank-out games. Remsen St. Mary's past Kingsley Pearson 49-0. And Noel Fana defeats Bishop Garrigan 19-0. I would bet that that Noel Fonda-Bishop Garrigan was a good game because of the score for an eight-man. You know, you don't see a 19 or... To nothing score no. unless it it was, you know I don't think it was a lot of turnovers. I'm right. guessing it was probably good defense and uh, the punters were busy tonight for those two. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, looking at those scores, you have guys who have scored fifty one forty nine in that district. And Noel Fonda, Bishop Garrigan, I can only assume was just sort of a slobber knocker of a game. Yeah, probably was a good one to go see. Anyway, all right, in eight man district ten, it was the Wheelers of Audubon over. Xavier Elkhorn Kimbleton, 64-30. Uh, East Mills squeaks by Caminita, 40-38. West Harrison blanks Boyer Valley, 35 to nothing, And the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders over the Woodbine Tigers, 59-36. A lot of big scores from that district. What our Audubon gets back in the win column. Coon Rapids Baird still a a good favorite in that district and a, a surprise. East Mills they scored twenty points in that fourth quarter, but get past uh, reigning champions Caminita. Yeah, that might have been a pretty good game to go see too. But uh, you know, it's it's going to be tough. You know, it is. Teams teams get better every week. You absolutely. Know, as, as as long as the injury bug stays away. <laughs> That's absolutely the right. Injury That's the big bug thing. must stay away. Yeah, and hopefully with the weather cooling up, a lot of those cramps and a lot of those injuries that are heat related start to go away a little bit. But um, yeah, definitely the the injury bug's gonna maybe play a factor later on down the road. But you hope that for these kids that nothing happens to any of them. Right, and I and I know I remember now that uh, when we were talking with. Uh, when I was talking with uh, Coach Lynch, he um, he lost his senior quarterback tonight right. to a collarbone. So hope he gets well and uh, mends and gets on the basketball floor. If that's if he's a basketball player, yeah. I'm not sure, but um, you know you just you hate to see injuries yeah. happen, but you know it's just part of the game. Absolutely right. Well, we still got some interviews to get to here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show, so we'll take a quick break. We're talking with Sean Burks coming up next. So don't go too far. That interview is coming up next. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Sean Burks and the Ottoman Wheelers. 
back in the win column here in week number four. They get past Xyra EHK, and here's our interview with him. Welcome back here to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Tom Hawkapp in Audubon with the head coach of the Audubon Wheelers, Sean Burks. They get a 64-30 to victory over Xyra Elkhorn Kimbleton here tonight. And Coach, I know uh, a couple outings you guys were working on the offense tonight. It really shined. Yeah, uh, you know, I think the big thing for us is we kind of put all the assets together. You know, we had a block punt. The defense gave up two quick scores and then really settled in. And, and offensively, you know, the varsity group never did punt. You know, I guess we had a fake punt out there, but we, we strung drives together for points. So just kind of the total team win. You know, we put up 60 on the scoreboard. That's a high for the season against a really good team. You know, Xyra HK is a good team. It's a district win. So everything goes coming off a loss, um, a district win, all three assets kind of help and contribute. It's a, it's a good quality win. It's a much better feeling than we've had recently on Friday nights. I thought uh, just watching the game that that uh, front three, every once in a while you send the fourth on the defense, they really controlled the line of scrimmage, maybe had uh, Trey Peterson running backwards or at least not sitting back there and finding his targets because he's got some good uh, wide receivers to throw to. Yeah, we, we adjusted a little bit in-game to bring a little more pressure, and, and that really helped. You know, the first two drives, we were a little more base. I let them kind of pick us apart a little too much. So then that was kind of our adjustment. We're going to bring Gavin a little bit more and then let him guess, is he coming, is he not? And, you know, once in a while, they'd, they'd slide to the wrong way. So I thought our, our, our front three played really well. You know, Cooper, you know what you're going to get out of him. But now we're starting to see more out of Lane Barber kind of step into a role as a senior. Isaac Sorensen as a freshman, you know, uh, a big kid, starting to learn how to play with leverage and, and get after it. And he had the block punt as well. So those three up front did a nice job. And then you kind of had Gavin there because he was – basically the, the fourth one in the box a lot. I thought that was we, we started to get the ball out of his hands a little quicker because if he sits back there all day, he's, he's going to pick you apart, and he did a few times. Well, you talk about the start of the game. Xyra takes the ball, kind of marches it down the field, a slow, methodical drive. You guys get it back three late, plays later. You're standing in the end zone, decide to throw the long ball, and I think that was pretty intricate to kind of getting them to step back a little bit so you guys could move the ball tonight. Yeah, and you know, we came out and didn't move the ball on the first or second down. It kind of took a shot on third. Uh, if, if we had failed on that and had to punt and they go down and go up two scores, it's a big, big spot. So um, Aaron made a nice throw. He, he's really coming on as a, as a quarterback. You know, here in the middle of the season, doesn't look so much like a freshman, starting to look more like a junior. You know, that sophomore year where he's at, he, he was starting to really progress. And it wasn't the primary read. Edward did a great job of hauling it in. Uh, great throw, great catch, big play to keep us right in it. Uh, and we, we saw those things all night. Aaron's starting to read blocks better. He's starting to read coverages a little bit better. Uh, and, and if we can start to throw it a little bit more, uh, it really adds a layer to us that makes us a lot tougher to defend. Edward Miller looks like he could be one of those guys that can go up high point a ball when you need that jump ball situation. Uh, threw it to him three times. He caught it all three times, but uh, the one time didn't count due to a penalty. But two uh, touchdowns on two catches isn't too bad of a stat night. No, great job by him, and he's a kid, you, you, you love to see it, because he was a kid as a freshman, even as a sophomore, uh, that, that, you know, he, he wasn't sure what he was going to be, was he center, was he a guard, defensively, was he inside, was he outside, he's kind of a tweener, but he had the skill set, as a, you know, he's a basketball kid, to be a, to be a skill guy, he just didn't have the speed, so for him to start to really develop into that tight end, where it's kind of a combo, you know, he blocks a lot for us, he's more like a lineman, but he's skilled enough, he can go, he can go make catches downfield, or contested catches, so... Uh, really happy for Edward. You know, we don't give our tight ends a lot of chances. So for us, him to go make, make the most of it was awesome. I thought by swinger on that reverse was a pretty fun call as everybody uh, was going one way, and here he comes back, uh, 45, 46-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was one we kind of drew up in the sand. Yeah, we just saw how they were playing it. 
And some of the kids like looked at me on the sideline and pointed at me like, "Oh my God, that worked!" Like you got to trust, trust it, man. Some of our kids that, like, oh, you know, we had a couple times where we kind of drew up stuff. I made some adjustments on the fly, and to give credit to the kids for understanding being on the same wavelength as me. Where a lot of these guys are, are you know, new players, and we're starting to feel more like veteran players. Where early in the year we weren't making the right reads or making the right audibles, and I was getting frustrated and telling myself, you know, it, it's it'll come, and now here it comes, and it's it's special to start to see those guys. It's clicking for them. They're making reads on the field they're getting us in the right play um they're they're making some nice adjustments out there which I, i'm proud of the guys There's, it shows you they understand our system what needs to be done and and then and then we're, we're just getting a little more physical week by week which we have to be to, to then take that to the next level we gotta we gotta match the physicality week in and week out and last week we didn't and this week we did well, since you got one of the easiest schedules in eight-man football, the way it looks, I don't know what you did to get this one next week. You're on the road, get a cam team. Uh, it's always a tough one, go on the road and, and play there. What do you know about them this season? Uh, you know, I haven't looked at film a lot, but they beat FM, and FM took it to us. We do know that that game was a little bit wacky because FM put a, put the ball on the ground a bunch, bad, bad snaps. Uh, turnovers in the red zone, things that FM doesn't do, and so we we know. But at the same time, they did enough to beat Fremont Mills, so that's that's the key one. And then in district, you know, they they've been undefeated, so we know it's going to be tied for first place, you know, going in, and someone's going to walk out still in in position, and someone's going to walk out trailing. So right now, we both control our destiny, and next Friday we don't won't. So one of us won't next Friday night. So we got to do what we got to do to make sure we're still in control match their physicality they're going to be well coached they're going to be in position to make plays it should be a four-quarter battle if it, it, but we got to be ready to go i know uh, from my vantage point it's easy to see things was there anybody else we maybe missed that you saw from the sideline we need to make sure we at least give a shout out to for their effort here tonight because i mean like you said it was a full out team win uh, you know, Evan and Manny, you know, they're, they're two kids that run the ball a lot, catch the ball a lot for us, but the defense kind of took them away a little bit, and I wanted to get them a few more touches, but they were not going to let us run speed option or shovel option very much. They weren't really going to let us run the jet sweep game. Um, so, you know, it really ended up being quarterback run game was where we had to go, and Manny got dinged up, so that was unfortunate because I wanted to get him some more touches, just direct snaps. Evan, you know, we got him one direct snap or maybe two, um, but, you know, Evan and Manny, you know, they're – they're really selfless you know in our offense they they're kind of the next two weapons behind Aaron and Aaron gets a lot of the pub and and rightfully so but uh yeah they're they're making blocks they're making reads uh and then defensively we put Evan at linebacker this week for the first time all year and he, he stepped up we put Manny to shadow number 10 all week and uh you know I thought he did a great job at corner tonight to kind of take take that kid away most of the night so just those two you know playing dinged up uh you know not getting as many touches as usual I uh, just got to say thank you to those guys for, for doing what it takes to make, make sure it's a team win tonight. Coach, I always appreciate your time. Congratulations on the win, and best of luck next week. Yeah, thanks for coming. appreciate you guys coming down. That is the head coach for Audubon Football, Sean Burks, as the Wheelers get the victory 64-30. to More on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show coming up after this. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in a drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to delicious. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. 
This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM KCIM, and on kick 106.7. South Central Calhoun comes away with another big win here on the season. They get past Manson Northwest Webster 51-13. Big win for the Titans as they go 2-2 two and two on the season. And here's the interview we had with head coach Brian Case. Welcome to the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. With me on the phone now is uh, South Central Calhoun coach Brian Case, fresh off a victory over Manson Northwest Webster 51-13. Congratulations, Brian, and in uh, a homecoming win at that. Absolutely, it was just a, it was a good response for our kids uh, after the last couple of weeks. You know, we got beat by Pocahontas week two, and we got uh, kind of throttled last week against uh, Emmitsburg and. You know, just kind of challenge the kids to kind of come out and, and start running the ball like what we have in the past. Uh, uh, in South Central Calhoun, just kind of playing that power football, and our kids responded this week, and we looked a lot better in the trenches. Uh, we're playing a lot more physical football, uh, and that just opened up a passing game as well, to be honest with you. So I think we're kind of clicking on all cylinders tonight. Uh, we weren't perfect. Uh, we did have uh, uh, four turnovers. We had some mistakes with penalties and so forth, but it was a lot better, better performance this week than it was last week. Yeah. So and uh, so offensively, uh, uh, like say first half. How did the first half go with uh, with the offense and such? Well, actually, in the in the first half, we were already at the forty-four to nothing at the at the half. But uh, you know, we were moving the ball. We got the ball first uh, in our first series. Marched right down the field, but ended up turning it over uh, inside the twenty-yard line. Uh, just one of those things that uh, we didn't have two hands on the football with contact and. They stripped it. They did a nice job that way and take it away from us. And then our defense just came and played lights out. Um, they actually shoved them back in the end zone, uh, three straight plays. Uh, so we ended up getting the safety off, off of that, the defense. And then after that, it was just kind of like uh, our offense did basically whatever we wanted to do in, on the ground or, or through the air. Uh, it didn't make any difference that way. I thought Dominic Kistler had a great game. He ended up with uh, uh, four touchdowns for us on the ground off of 10 carries for 73 yards. I thought he was running a lot more physical. I thought he was following his blocks a lot better this week uh, as well. So that was really good to see. Gavin Bada came back in. He didn't start the game for us uh, this this week. Uh, he he kind of got dinged up last week uh, at Emmitsburg. Kind of held him out most of the week, but he was in probably at the second or third series uh, that we had offensively. He threw the ball really well tonight as well. Uh, I think he was five for eight. Uh, threw for 177 yards and two touchdowns. Both those touchdowns went to Keegan. Um, Keegan Sword, uh, who's playing really well right now. I mean, he's a kid that's uh, 6'3", 180 pounds, and um, kind of sneaky fast, sneaky quick, and just has great hands, and he's going to go get the football uh, as well. So, yeah, it was just a, it's a much better performance. Uh, like I said, we were up 44 to nothing at the, at the half, and then the, in the third quarter we came out again. Uh, defensively, shut them down three and out, and then offensively we went down and scored uh, right away again. So, uh, and then from that point on, basically everybody uh, that we had on our team uh, saw plenty of time. Uh, we did end up giving up two scores, Jim. Um, that was late in the in the fourth quarter. 
Um, but that's okay. I mean, at least all of our kids were getting on the field and getting some experience that way. Much needed experience, to be honest with you. So we're happy with the kids. We're happy with the kids offensively. We're happy with the kids defensively. Uh, and through special teams, I thought we did a nice job as well. Uh, our kids are playing more physical. They were getting their tails down the field and, and making plays that way. So uh, much better uh, from the first uh, three weeks. Uh, I think that uh, this team could be headed in the right direction. But only time will tell. Yeah, and you know, I was gonna—I was just gonna ask. You know, I—I I, I heard your uh, interview with Jeff this morning, and how you how you wanted to get back, and especially defensively with, uh, you know, kids in the in their assignments. So obviously, the way you were talking, or whatever, this they were picking up and doing their assignments, and then helping out when needed, because that's you know you kind of centered on that this morning. Was was that uh, much much improved over the past? Weeks. Yeah, Jim, I mean, no question. I mean, we've always hung our hat on the defensive side of the football, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when, when um, we can play well defensively, usually offensively, I mean, good things are going to happen for us as well. But uh, it just seemed over the last couple of weeks, um, we had kids kind of doing their own things. Their eyes were not right. They weren't reading their own keys. They were trying to do somebody else's job and so forth. And, and that's not what our defense is predicated on. I mean, we, we've always been uh, taking pride in kids doing their assignments. Uh, first, and then helping out somebody else along the way. Uh, we've always predicated our, our, our defense on, on kids just doing their own job and believing in the scheme that way and, and just playing responsibility football. And for whatever reason, over the first uh, three weeks, and we just we weren't getting to that, that position. And maybe it was the fact that there was time that we were giving up some bigger plays and things like that, so people thought they had to cover for other people. Um, this just comes down to, to being unified and, and trusting in the guy that's next to you. And today, I, th- I think that our kids were, were doing that. They were reading their keys. They were flying to the football. They were gang tackling. And they were having fun doing it. So, you know, I know that our defense can be pretty special uh, when, when our kids are doing their, their jobs. Uh, yes, I mean, some games are obviously going to be a lot tougher than others as far as the opponent that's across from you. Uh, but you still have to do your job, and you can't do your own thing. And tonight, I thought that uh, we took a huge step forward on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, that, you know, when when you have a score like that and – you know, and you were talking about the kids having fun and whatever. Then, then usually when you're having more fun is when assignments are 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 being done. You know, absolutely. You know, and playing the way that you want them to play, and then everybody gets excited and and good things happen. No question. There's no question about that. And, you know, we challenge the kids this week as well, Jim, just to. You play physical football and be the one that's going to initiate the contact, whether you're in offense or defense. It didn't make a bit of difference whether you're running the ball, whether you're blocking. We wanted kids to go out and just create that contact and play physical football, and I thought tonight that we, we did that. Uh, again, we took another step forward in, in, in regards to playing uh, physical football. Um, and, and just good things happen when, we, when we're able to do that. I mean, when, when we're running the ball as, as well as we were and, and the kids were getting off the ball up front, and establishing the holes that way, it actually uh, opens up your, your passing game as well. So we were fairly balanced tonight, and that's really where we want to be. Uh, it makes us tougher for, for opponents to defend. So um, but like I said, it's a step in the right direction. Hopefully we can keep this thing moving forward. Yeah, and that's what you hope. So I see uh, you're up at uh, Eagle Grove next week. A uh, little bit about them, and if you would. And... Sure. You know, Eagle Grove is a team that uh, you know, we, we were supposed to be uh, playing them. Uh, in the years past, there was a couple of different times that they didn't have the numbers and so forth, and they had to forfeit games uh, to us. Um, but over the last three years, I think Coach Willard has done an outstanding job of getting these kids to buy into to what he's trying to sell uh, with his system. 
Uh, I know that we've been in contact a number of times, and he's talked about uh, uh, our weight room program, and he's called me on discipline uh, issues and things like that. And his his kids are just believing in what he's selling over there. We know we're going to have our hands full. Uh, they're going to be another team, a lot like uh, Emmitsburg, that's just going to try and line up and run it down your throat. And uh, you know, after they're watching the Emmitsburg game, I'm, I'm sure that they're going to be looking their traps that way uh, against us as well. But uh, you know, I, again, I mean, I, I think that our kids are going to take another step forward. Uh, hopefully, uh, they're they're trying to run the ball uh, right at us. Our kids are going to respond to that. Hopefully, we can force them to the air a little bit, and, and hopefully, have some success that way. Now, from an offensive standpoint, I mean, Gavin Bata is is back. He's full strength. I mean, Connor Sean is back. He's full strength. Uh, that way, uh, coming into next week. So I think we're starting to get some kids healed up uh, as well. So hopefully we are at full strength uh, in every phase of the game. And then, uh, you know, offensively, again, we're just going to try and take what, the, what, take what they give us, whether it's on the ground or through the air. I think that we have the kids that can do either one. Uh, it's just a matter, again, of whether the kids are going to show up and, and play together as one or if they're going to come out and play as individuals. And, and I, I really like our chances if our kids come out and play together as a team. Um, yeah, but if we don't, then uh, you just never know what's going to happen up there at Eagle Grill. All right. Well, again, congratulations on the win tonight, and we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, Jim. Thanks All for your time. Right. Thanks, Brian. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. When you buy from a local business like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Bruner and a Jim and Jim Molitor here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Jim, great to have you back here in the studio. Jamming out a little bit, even though it's almost 1130 at night. Yeah, hey, you know, you got to stay awake and you got to, you know, pass on information. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, what a big week here in week number four. We're at the halfway point for a majority of the teams. Of course, Carroll has uh, nine weeks here in the regular season, but from the looks of things here in the district play, a lot of really big scores, not a lot of close ones, just a lot of either blowouts or maybe super-duper close games. Yeah, there's uh, not a, you know, they're like you said, they're big wins and there's close wins, so, but We'll get to them. Absolutely. Well, how about you? we have you starting Class 3A District 1? All right, I'll start there. Class 3A District 1, it was our Tigers from Carroll over the Tornadoes of Storm Lake, 63-14. to Spencer defeated Sioux Center, 29-7. to Sioux City East, 42. Sergeant Bluff Luton, 14. Lamars, again on a last-second field goal, defeated MOC Floyd Valley, 24-22. Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, Carroll's opponent next week, and we'll get to all those later, 
defeated Algona 19-7, and Sioux City North uh, 22, Bishop Heelan 14. Yeah, uh, pretty big matchups in that Class 3 District 1. A nice win for the Carroll Tigers. Uh, staying strong, doing a lot in that run game. I think got Reese Zygman a lot of touches on the football that uh, that week. But, of course, we'll talk about some of those matchups later on in the show. Uh, let's move on to Class 1A District 8. The Kipper Knights go with 4-0 and on the season. They get past MVAOCOU 55-12. to Underwood getting past East Sac 55-0. And then Trainer, another blowout. Win in District 8, Class 1A, as Trainer wins 48-0 over West Monona. Yeah, those were some. Those were one group of the big scores. Absolutely. All right, in Class 1A, District 2, it was South Central Calhoun getting back in the win column with a 51-13 victory over Manson Northwest Webster. It was South Hamilton shutting out Belmont Clemmy 58 to nothing, and Woodward Granger. Defeated Eagle Grove 50-6. to Another example of that district that just had huge scores all throughout, of course, South Central Calhoun, one of our area teams we cover. Big win over Manson, Northwest Webster, 51-13. Uh, just got done with that Brian Casey interview, but man, a nice win for the Titans. Yeah, real good win for the Titans. And, uh, you know, they, they had their last couple weeks have been a little disappointing. And uh, I, I think... Uh, Brian's got the ship back on course, and uh, I'm looking for uh, South Central Calhoun to, they could very well easily uh, run the rest of the table. Yeah, absolutely right. They're in 2-2 two and two on the season here. Uh, moving on to Class A, District 8, the IKM Manning Wolves back in the win column. They get past Missouri Valley 56-6. to six. Uh, A close game in one of two close games in Class 1A or Class A, District 8. Westwood Sloan getting past Lawton Bronson 29-23. The other close game was Loma getting past Tri-Center 29-6. And Woodbury Central cruising past Akron Westfield 41-7. Yeah, that um, I think Woodbury Central is probably the team to beat in that bunch. What do you think? Yeah, you know, honestly, Woodbury Central is is one of those big powerhouses in that district. Um, you know, I can't man anything coming up against Missouri Valley was a nice win. Um, but you know, you look at the other two games, and man, just big big matchups with Westwood Sloan, Lawton, Bronson, Tri Center, Loma. They'll be vying for that district title too. Yeah, they they could very well be. All right, here we go. Eight man district one. It was the Rockets of Arweva winning their homecoming game over River Valley tonight, 51-38. to Glidden Ralston gets in the win column again with a 44-6 to victory over Siouxland Christian. Uh, probably the team to beat in this district, uh, Remsen St. Mary shuts out Kingsley Pearson, 49 to nothing. And, you know, for an eight-man game, mm-hmm. this is a, a heck of a score. It was Newell Fonda shutting out Bishop Garrigan, uh, 19 to nothing. You don't see scores like that in eight-man football very often. No, and fans of eight-man football, uh, you know, ourselves uh, including, uh, you know, that's not a score you see. That's either a big defensive game or a big, especially a big defensive game. I mean, you watch eight-man football, and you, we see from the other scores from all the districts in Class A and eight-man 50 and 40 and 60s and, and 70s are not uncommon. So seeing 19-0, you know, it's a good game. Um, but do want to touch upon just the fact, like you said, Jim, 
Rems and St. Mary's, the team to kind of beat in District 1. Um, Arweba does have some nice talent, but uh, it, it's kind of a tough district to get past. You know, they're going to have to face off against Noel Fonda and Remsen later on down the road. Um, so, yeah, I, I really think Rems and St. Mary's is that team to beat. Uh, moving on to our final district, 8-man District 10. It is the Ottoman Wheelers back in the win column, defeating Xyra EHK 64-30. to Coonrapids Baird continues to run the ball well. They get past Woodbine 59-36. In a very close game towards the end, East Mills defeats defending eight-man champions Cam Anita 40-38. And West Harrison blanks out Booyer Valley 35-0. Yeah, there's um, you know, a few big ones, you know, close ones, you know. Yeah, the Coon Rapids score at halftime was what forty-seven fourteen. Right, and uh, you know, and Co- Coach Moore did talk about how they 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 have a Woodbine as a freshman quarterback that came out and started throwing the ball and kind of sent the Crusaders in a little shell shock there for a little bit. But they, you know, they regrouped and uh, you know righted the ship, I guess, again, yep. and ended up coming out with a a victory tonight. So. Good for them, and you know, uh, one score I heard early with the uh, Ottoman Xyra Elkhorn was eight six. Yeah, and so you know to to get to sixty four thirty, you know there's the, there's a little offensive uh, or, or special teams or defense, you know. There's a typical eight-man score. Yeah, you yeah know? absolutely. I mean, you just get the one thing and another thing happens, and yep. the field opens up, and absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really liking how Coon Rapids-Baird is playing here early on in this season, now at the halfway point. Um, yeah, very impressed with the Coon Rapids-Baird Crusaders. They could easily um, fight, go up against East Mills and Caminita for that district crown. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be an interesting uh, run for the, the rest of their uh, district. Absolutely. See who's going to come out the champ there. That's exactly right. Well, we have a couple more interviews we're going to get to coming up next. We're going to talk with head coach Austin Stoke, and they, of course, won their homecoming game 51-38. That interview's coming up next on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But you're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show, 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, Kick 106.7. 
The Arriva Rockets victorious in their homecoming game. They make it two wins in a row. They get past River Valley 51-38. to And here's the interview that Jim did with head, our co-head coach, Austin Stoke. Welcome to the New Wave Auto Scoreboard Show. With me now is co-coach Austin Stoke of the Arweva Rockets. They were victorious in their homecoming game tonight over River Valley, 51-38. And so congratulations, Austin, and tell us a little bit about your game tonight. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Um, it was a it was a hard-fought battle for us tonight um, against River Valley. They, they moved the football pretty well offensively. Um, you know, we had close to 300 yards rushing, rushing the ball. Um, you know, in the air, we were... Um, I believe we were, we were 14 for 25 for 180 yards, but Blaine Smith had four touchdowns for us. Um, so we were able to have a, have a nice balance of the run-pass game. Um, we did a really nice job in the second quarter um, establishing the football, uh, moving down the field, uh, down on the run game. Um, up front, our guys did a nice job communicating and opened up holes for, for our backs. And, um, you know, like I said, it was it was a nice balance of us. Uh, defensively, we, we played a lot better in the second half. Um, you know, the score was... 33 to 24 at halftime, and it ended up being 51 to 38. Um, we, we dialed down on some things, um, fixed some of our pass coverage issues. Um, you know, they, they, they threw the ball pretty well, um, and they kind of exploited our, our height, our lack of height, I should say. Um, and they, they got some tall receivers on their end. So, um, but we were able to come out with a victory, and it was a it was a hard back and forth game for us. Great. Hey, so uh, I'm going to go back uh, to your your head like 300-some yards of rushing the ball. So tell us uh, who some of those runners were, and then uh, when you're done with that, give us uh, your – let's give us some kudos to your linemen for a job well done tonight. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, we, we, don't, we, have, we don't have many guys on our team, so we don't rotate many guys in. And uh, so, you know, we got a couple guys that are digging in the trenches offensively and defensively the entire game. So and, and one of them is a, a freshman in, in Tyson Mangalani, plays center and nose guard for us. Um, you know, and then the other other two are, are juniors and a junior and a senior. So, um, yeah, definitely big kudos to them. They did a nice job. Um, our backs, however, did did an excellent job as well. They they forced a lot of missed tackles with their quickness, and when they needed to, they lowered their head and, and got some yards. Um, you know, Wyatt Regaler is a freshman. Uh, he had twenty twenty one carries for us for one hundred twenty yards. Um, he also had uh, six receptions, and he had three he had three total touchdowns. Um, and then Wade Regaler, his, his older brother, had 24 carries for 100, 142 yards, roughly, um, and, and two two total touchdowns as well. So, yeah, them guys definitely played a nice factor for us. Um, you know, you got to give credit to our tight ends as well. Devin Ayers did a nice job blocking along with Harley Molina. Um, you know, and then Aiden Blackman came in the game and, and played some fullback and some end for us and did a nice job. Um, and, and, and Jonathan Rieselman also did a nice job when he was in, as well as Joshua Cohn. So. Um, the guys did a really nice job establishing the football on the ground. That opened up some things in the passing game, some some play action type of stuff. So um, all around, the guys did a good job, and, and it started with started with the run game. Yeah, it sounds good. So so now we're now let's just talk a little bit about defense. I and and, and when you when you made the comment that they had some tall receivers and young guys, I mean, I I know you're young, so I I, I got the you know with your shorters, there's probably younger kids that are back there trying trying their darndest to uh, defend these big guys and stuff. So, But yeah. obvious, obviously you did well because you come out with a win if they're, if they're throwing the ball. So they, ha- they had to have done some things well. So yeah. uh, ex- kind of explain to us a little bit about uh, the job they did tonight. Yeah, you know, it's, 
the, the first the first quarter, um, you know, they, they they had a different quarterback, so it kind of threw to our scheme off guard just a, just a little bit. But the guys did a nice job of adjusting to it. Um, you know, we, we were beat over, we were, we were bluntly beat over top a couple times. Um, we we bit too hard on some things, and then you know, the second quarter came around in, in the second half, and and then that was all of a sudden, you know, we we were with the guy. We we did a really good job being staying with the guy. We just you know, we just weren't aggressive enough in checking their hip as they went down the field. And, and a couple times our guys just didn't turn their head and, um, and look for the football. And then when we would turn our head, it's too late, and the ball is in the guy's, the guy's hands, you know. So um, we, we did a good job of adjusting to staying with the guy, um, you know, with, with their man um, in the second half. Um, you know, we dialed up some pressure on the quarterback, and that definitely helped some. Uh, you know, the, our coverage guys didn't have, to, didn't have to be in coverage for quite as long. But, um, you know, we're young. Like, like you said, we're young. Um, we got a lot of freshman guys guarding some some seniors, you know, some six foot tall seniors, and, and we're four inches shorter. And and you know we're, we're we're doing our job. We're just not quite we're not quite big enough yet, and we're not quite matching the size yet. So um, a lot of positives came out of it. You know, they they did put thirty eight points on the board, but um, you know you take away four or five big plays, and and, and it's a it's a different ball game. Yeah, and you know what? And like and and you said it, they're young. They're still learning. And you know when you're playing against older kids when they're younger, it's it's just not the best situation. But you know what? I mean, you you keep saying the kids are positive about everything and they're trying and they're doing their best. And you know what? That's all you can ever ask for. Yeah, that's exactly right. And and you know at, at the end of the at the end of the game, we we t- you know we told the guys it was kind of an ugly win, but. Um, you know, in the end, a win's a win, and you know they learn from it, and that, that's that's the big thing to us as a coaching staff. You could make mistakes and hang your head when you get yelled at, but these guys are extremely coachable. Um, they they want to get better every play, and um, you know we'll, we'll, we know that they'll come Monday. You know they'll they'll learn things when we watch film and um, move on to next week. Yep, and you'll get out there to practice, and you know you'll say. You know, do something that says, and they'll think, "Oh God, I made that mistake last week. I don't want to make it again." You know, so you know they'll, they'll learn, and you know they'll get better. That's, and like you said, that's all you can ask for. Hey, I see, yeah, yep. I see you get to go to Siouxland Christian next week. Um, they fell tonight to Glidden, forty-four to six. What do you know uh, about Siouxland? Um, not much, to be honest with you, Jim. I, I don't know what they have. Um, I know it's going to be a long drive up there, but. Um, you know, our guys understand that, you know, they, they might have felt good tonight, but if we don't come ready to play football, it doesn't make a difference anyway who, who, they, who they've beaten, who they've lost so lost to. Um, so, you know, our guys, we, we don't know much about them, but we'll, we'll definitely dissect film this weekend and, and come ready to go on Monday. All right. Well, congratulations on the big homecoming win, and good luck next week, and we'll talk to you then. Okay. Thanks a lot, Jim. Thanks, Austin. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. We strive to deliver excellent customer satisfaction in every department. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing you with all you need from an oil change in one of our Quick Lube Express bays, service work done by world-class trained technicians, body work done in our state-of-the-art body shop, full vehicle detail, or come sit down with a member of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Small town values and handshakes. Choose Mackey Motors. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City. MackieMotors.com. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet! You need... 
something, baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. I never missed a day of work. I wasn't looking on you. Welcome to the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. With me at this time is Craig Lynch, head coach of the Good and Ralston Wildcats, fresh off a forty-four to six victory over Siouxland Christian. Congratulations, coach, and uh, give us a little synopsis about the game tonight. Oh, thanks, Jim. Um, you know, I, I felt uh, we kind of challenged our kids coming out that uh, this is a game when we kind of needed to see them grow up a little bit. We're halfway through the season. Um, thought some of the execution things we've been working on all year and some of the schemes we put in all year, uh, we should probably see them, you know, really take a step forward tonight. Um, and, and I think they did, especially the second half. I, I was just really happy with our physicality and um, – you know, taking care of our assignments. Guys were where they were supposed to be when they were supposed to be there, and you know that's that's a big part of a football game. And um, just you know, really pleased with the way they played. Yeah, uh, you know, I was earlier. I was speaking with Brian Case, and he he and I talked about that too. With you know, doing your assignment, and you know, don't you know, try to do it as a team. And it's, this it's your assignment is part of the team, and not being like an individual. So. So what you're saying is they're starting to mold together to uh, to take on their assignments and uh, take care of business, and they're finding out now when they do that, good things happen. Yeah, yeah, I, and on both sides of the ball, that really, I mean, you know, gap integrity on defense, uh, you know, with, uh, with the defense we play, you, you got to get to your gap, and that's your responsibility, and if you don't, <laughs> you know, things can break down. So, um, and offensively, too, I, you know, we, you also see kids kind of, you know, uh, figuring it out, uh, buying in. Um, they, they, you talked about teamwork there, you know. I uh, can't say enough. I as senior, you know, Jackson's going hard tonight. Uh, he's been a fullback and, you know, been able to run the ball. And we needed him to play guard with injuries. Uh, we needed him to do that. I mean, he didn't get in bad night. You know, he just wanted to go out there and, and have an opportunity to win. He stepped up and did it. A heck of a job of guard tonight, and that—that's as a coach. That's when you start, um, you know, feeling good. Uh, the guys are figuring out what it's about, and it's about everybody else on the team, and um, that's just a good sign. Yeah, you know that—that's you know, especially in that eight-man game when you're when you don't have the the numbers, and you know you got to throw people in a position where you know they're gonna, you know, you need them instead of yeah, yeah, you know, you. Well, yeah, you might be my best running back, but you might be my best lineman, and tonight we yeah. need you to be a lineman. So, yeah, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I, I, I've refed a few uh, eight-man games, so I, I, yeah. I've seen how they work a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you you got to have your best eight out on the field somewhere. Um, but at that point of attack, uh, 
you know, you can't lose that battle at the point of attack. And I'm just really proud of Jackson. I'm really proud of uh, Colby Walls. Felt bad about John Whitford, senior quarterback, broke his collarbone tonight. You always feel bad for a senior because, um, you know, they're done. Um, he looked down and sophomore uh, kid came in, Colby Wallace come in and, you know, got, got over his jitters, played really well tonight. So, and watching the other guys support him, um, you know, that they're figuring it out and, and that makes me feel good. So, so with your uh, quarterback going down and going in with um, a sophomore, you said. Um, yeah. So did he did he run the offense the way? Did you have to? You didn't have to adjust the air offense. You could, he could, he could run the whole playbook and pass and run and everything. And how did he do then? Yeah, yeah, because my playbook's not very complicated, <laughs> so that makes that part of it pretty easy. Um, he did really well, especially the second half. Um, Saw the field really well. Had a couple of really good cutback runs for touchdowns, uh, um, and and had a couple of good passes. So, you know, I was um, I felt really bad for John uh, having his uh, season and career kind of in that way. And then you feel really good for Colby that um, he took that on, stepped in there, and played really well. But you know, that's kind of that that's sports, right? And uh, you never know uh, when you're going to have to step in. You never know when it's going to be your last down. So just um, now, happy the way Colby played. So, uh, so who else uh, maybe on the defensive side played well for you tonight? Obviously, they played pretty well. You held them to six points. So yeah, yeah, I thought we defended the pass really well. I, I, I saw a lot of strides out of uh, Wayland Hines sophomore, and um, Emmett Snyder is just uh, he's been physical all year. We got good play out of the freshman and Alex Daniel, um, and up front, I mean. Uh, Jackson Sklar played great defensive end, and, and so did Kyler Eichheit. Kyler had a uh, like a twenty, uh, at least a twenty yard fumble return for a touchdown tonight. Good pressure. Um, you know, Wade Hunter was in there battling, and you know they, they they all played really well. You know, and and I I even gave my own son a compliment after the game, and that's kind of hard to get from me. But uh, I, I thought he played well too. So um, everybody. everybody at some point, I think really had an opportunity to uh, take advantage, play well tonight. Well, that sounds good. I, uh, I see up next uh, you get to make the trip to Correctionville to play River Valley. What do you know about them? Well, it's kind of. I think it'd be a lot the same as as uh, tonight. Uh, they're going to stack everybody in the box, try to slow down our running game. Um, um, it's a game that if we play as physical as we did tonight, you know. Um, uh, we should have a good opportunity to win. And uh, uh, for us, that'd be big. Uh, we need to get these two in a row to kind of be in the hunt in our district and have a chance at, uh, you know, kind of the big three in the district to finish up the year. So um, it's a big opportunity, and it, it, it's, it's a big game for us right now. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, giving us a call back, and congratulations. Have a good week of practice and, uh, and a nice road trip to Correctionville next week. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. Thank you. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. 
That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at SteinSeed.com. Stein has yield. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. The Audubon Recreation Center is the boredom buster your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, the south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. It's the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and Kick 106.7. A full house here in the studio. We have myself, Tyler Bruner, Jim Molitor, Jeff Blankman now joining us uh, here for tonight. Man, what a, what a night, gentlemen, of Week 4 action. Yeah, the only thing that, that, that makes me feel weird is, is that we're now halfway through the season. Besides Carol I, who plays nine regular season games, everybody else that we cover plays eight. And, and tonight was Week 4, so yeah. we are... We are officially halfway done with the regular season. It, it has gone fast, as it always does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's give you one last rundown of the district scores. We'll start in Class 3A, District 1. Uh, Carroll getting past Storm Lake, 63-14. to Spencer gets past Sioux Center, 29-7. to Sar- or, excuse me, Sioux City East blanks out Sergeant Bluff Luton, 42-14. to Lamar's in a close game with MOC Floyd Valley. Kick a late game field goal, 24-22 to was that final for Lamar's. Boyden Holbrock Valley defeats Al. Gona 19-7, and Sioux City North gets past Bishop Heelan 22-14. Yes, in Class 1A District 8, it was Kemper over MVAOCOU 55-12. Underwood defeated ESAC 55-0, and Trainer over West Monona 48-0. Class 1A District 2, it's South Central Calhoun back in the win column. They defeat Manson Northwest Webster 51-13. South Hamilton just cruising past Belmont Clemmy, Belmont Clemmy, fifty-eight to zero, and Woodward Granger gets past Eagle Grove, fifty-eight to six. In Class A District Eight, it was the Wolves of IKM Manning over Missouri Valley, fifty-six to six. Westwood Sloan squeaks by Lawton Bronson, twenty-nine twenty-three. Woodbury Central over Akron Westfield, forty-one to seven. And in another tight game in the district, Loma over Tri Center, twenty-nine twenty-six. 
In eight-man District 1, Arweva. Back-to-back wins. They defeat River Valley in their homecoming 51-38. to Glenner Ralston gets past Sulin Christian 44-6. Remsen St. Mary's blanks Kingsley Pearson 49-0. And Noel Fauna gets past Bishop Garrigan 19-0. In eight-man District 10, it was Audubon over Xavier Elkhorn Kimmelton 64-30. It was East Mills getting by Cam Anita 40-38. West Harrison shuts out Boyer Valley 35 to nothing, and the Crusaders from Coon Rapids Baird over Woodbine 59-36. We do have some scores from around Western Iowa, Atlantic Edges, Ballard 15-12, Bondurant for our cruises by Pella 35-14, Carlisle blows out Des Moines Lincoln 53-14, Central Lion routes West Lion 38-17, it was Clarinda all over Clark of Osceola 28-7. Denison Schleswig blows out Thomas Jefferson 41 to nothing. Fremont Mills beats up on Bedford 60 to 20. Green County knocks off Des Moines Christian 30 to 22. Harlan routes Glenwood 49-14. Harris Lake Park uh, doubles up St. Edmund at 63-34. Humboldt blanks uh, Boone at 37-0. It was Lewis Central over Indianola 34-16. North Polk, well, they cruise past Grinnell 42-7. Norwalk, uh, they edge Dallas Underground. Pretty tight one here. Beat them fairly handily, though, 42-28. OABCIG all over Southeast Valley 28-8. Ogden shuts out North Mahaska 49 to nothing. Red Oak defeated Shenandoah 47 to nothing. It was Southwest Valley over St. Albert 14 to nothing. Spirit Lake beat uh, Pocahontas area 47 to 6. Stanton knocks off Griswold 54-6. Van Meter routes Panorama 69 to 3. West Sioux over Emmitsburg 52-28. Western Christian knocks off Ridgeview 42 to 7. All right, Jeff, I'm pulling in Nathan Cones. I don't know if I'm going to get us out here in time. That's why I came in here, just so that you'd be late. <laughs> just so you could say, Jeff, just as bad as Nathan Cones. I see Absolutely. how it is. I now, there's only is. one Nathan Cones. There is. <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, at least it's... You know, Hosted the show three years, yeah. never got out on time. Never. <laughs> and I was part of two of those three. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's wrap up the show just taking a look at week five action, second half of the season, some of these teams looking to hit the ground running. We'll just start from the top to down. Uh, Carroll gets a very important district matchup, Boyden Hall Rock Valley. Um, that's kind of an important one for the Carroll Tigers. It is. Uh, it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, Boyden Hall going to come at you with their athletes, a uh, strong physical team. Uh, Carroll, though, man, they're looking really good right now. A win here, uh, especially with MOC Floyd Valley falling this, this week. Now, I know that was a non-district game, but Carroll looks like maybe along with MOC Floyd Valley, the top two teams in the district, but need to get a big win against Boyden Hall next week. Yeah, we'll have that game on KCIM with Nate Wall. Of course, the uh, Brinks Exteriors preview show starting 625 kicks off at is at 7. Another big game from our area teams. Uh, what do we got coming up for that one, Jim? Yeah, uh, Kemper Knights, are, we be headed to uh, West Monona. Uh, pre-game for that game will be at 625 with the kickoff at 7 on KIKD with Nick Brinks. And, you know, don't know much about West Monona, but... You know, when you go on the road, it's always a little tougher. They're struggling this year. That should be a game where Kemper goes up. If they come out focused and do what they've done all year long and take one game at a time, they should be able to take care of business. Absolutely. Uh, then then the other broadcast, myself, Tyler Bruner, I'll be on 93.7 uh, KKRL. Down to Tri-Center as the IKM Manning Wolves are on the road. they got a 
a lengthy trip up north, uh, close north to Neola. Um, Ikea Manning coming into the win column tonight, but Tri-Center's going to be an interesting challenge for them. It will, um, but Ikea Manning gets better every week. That coaching staff every year makes that team better um, as the year goes on. So I, I don't count them out of any games. That That's going to be a good matchup for them. And then, Jim, we got uh, East Sac on the road. Uh, yeah, East Sac will be uh, making the road trip down to Trainer for a 7 o'clock kick. And then we also have uh, South Central Calhoun going on the road, and they're headed north to Eagle Grove also with a 7 o'clock kick. Yeah, two interesting games. I think South Central Calhoun, especially with their win tonight, is going to be a good game against Eagle Grove and East Sac, looking to hopefully play well against Trainer. Yeah, the, 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 for East Sac, that first five weeks of the season was murderer's row, and this is finally going to be the last one of those with Trainer. South Central kind of got things going tonight, beat Manson Northwest Webster, should be able to get a win against Eagle Grove. That puts them 2-0 and in the district, and then anything is possible yeah. after that. I think the next matchup, Audubon-Camanita, that's going to be really Ooh. interesting. Cam's dropped now two straight. Ottoman kind of maybe righted the ship, meaning a very good Xyrail Court and Kimbledon Ball Club tonight, who has, should have been an undefeated team coming yep. into this one. So that, that maybe Ottoman kind of figured out what was going wrong for them tonight. Yeah, and especially last year, I mean, that was a game where they came into right around this week. That was the matchup of the week. Then they went and I think they played each other in the Dome, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Caminita, um, yep. Caminita won that time. So, I mean, it's going to be a highly anticipated matchup in that district. Yep. And uh, moving down just of the other eight-man games we have in those uh, next week, West Harrison is at Coon Rapids Baird. Arweba travels to Siouxland Christian. And then Glenn Ralston is at River Valley. Um, I look at Coon Rapids Baird, again, getting a, a nice win. But West Harrison might be a tough team to beat, too. Yeah, West Harrison uh, came into tonight ranked, and, and they beat Booyer Valley. Um, they've been cruising a little bit. That senior group is that group that took them to the State Boys Basketball Tournament last year. Very athletic. They've got some good size. Coon's going to want to play physical. Um, right now, those two might be the two teams to beat, along with maybe Ottoman in the district. Um, so that's going to be an important early district game. Um, who are the other two matchups? Yeah. Again, Glenn um, Ralston at yeah. Tulane Christian. Uh, no. Glenn no, Ralston at River Valley. Valley. At River Valley. That's Arweva a winnable game for, for Glenn Ralston and, and Arweva up to Tulane Christian. Definitely yeah. a winnable game. I tell you what, Rockets, after those first two weeks, if they turn Ooh. around and win three in a row to get to three and two, what a job by those two coaches. Yeah, you know, and I've been watching that team uh, throughout this season. I talk with them, of course, on Wednesdays for the show. Um, I, I like the way that they're playing the ball right now. They're running the ball extremely well. Um, they're allowing Blaine Smith to learn under the quarterback position and, and learn how to kind of play at that position. Um, definitely not the biggest guys that they have on no. that team, but I think co-head coaches Austin Soak, Isaac Schaefer, really do a really good job of conditioning those guys and putting into their heads a need to be the bigger and more athletic team on the field. Yeah, a lot of it's about conditioning. Yep. Uh, they went out and worked really hard in the offseason and they knew they were going to have to play a lot of snaps, and, and they've gotten themselves ready to go. Yeah. So that means those kids have bought in to what those coaches are preaching. Well, Jeff, we're uh, right around four minutes top of the hour. Didn't do too bad, I think, for the first no, time. No, only four minutes over. Not bad. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. Um, don't forget, we'll have the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show again next week, 10 to midnight on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, and on uh, Kick 106.7. KC Miners will be back next week, along with Jim Molitor again. He'll be back hanging out with them. I'll be back next week. <laughs> Absolutely. And I might be here hanging out, too, because I don't have a game I was going to say, week. what's going on yeah, with we that? Were, yeah, we were wondering. We couldn't remember exactly if, if there was... Just... There was. There's only one other time in the regular season that I didn't call a game, and I flew out to the Nebraska at Oregon game um, five, six years ago. Um, that's the only other time in my now 19 seasons here that uh, I won't have called a, a Friday. Wow. And when we put the schedule together, everybody else took the games that week. So I just went, well... 
I guess I'll come help with the scoreboard show. <laughs> well, or there I'll we run go. video camera, whatever. Yeah. Whatever needs to be done. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, you can come back and join KC and I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe we I'll maybe, have, yeah. maybe I'll help Nate Wall call the game. Hey, there we go. Maybe I can be a color commentator next week. <laughs> go well, for it. You know I'm going to be somewhere. Yeah, you're going to be somewhere doing something. That's just you. Maybe Jeff. I'll be home napping. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, going to do I'll, it. I'll say. I'll say no. That's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for week four here on uh, the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Make sure you join us next week, same time, same place on KCIM Kick 106.7. KC Miners Jim Alter next week. So we'll see you then.